everybody. Hey, everyone. This is Zach. And this is Stuart. And uh, this is a book club episode. Uh, if you didn't bother reading the title, um, this episode we are talking about uh, George Orwell's 1945 novella, Animal Farm. Are you going um, to use the uh, subtitle or the sub, um, I guess, title? Uh, fairy uh, Story? Is there a subtitle? There was. Well, there was a subtitle for a little bit, and then they decided to change it. Oh, and what was it you said? Um, a Fairy Story. Oh, okay. Yeah. I um, When I was doing some um, research into it, yeah. I saw that they decided that they wanted to, uh, the original title was, had a that like sub, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. but the U.S. publisher dropped the uh, subtitle when it was published in 1946. Honestly, that's use, a good move. Yeah, just to use the uh, traditional um, animal farm. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, there were other titles, subtitles that they wanted to include, like a satire or a compository satire. Yeah. Since this is a um, an allegory. Yeah, yeah, it is. It very much is. Yeah. Um, you know, this, I, I think I've said in previous episodes, like, I, so this was my first time reading this. Which um, I was super surprised about because <laughs> this was a required uh, read for me in high school. So, yeah, so um, in South Carolina, um, <laughs> when I was in middle school, I believe, uh, it may have been, I think I was middle school maybe going into high school. And I, I forget the exact circumstances, but in the public school, basically, it... It or 1984 were on the like summer reading list, mm-hmm. or maybe uh, uh, the the list of books being read in the next year. And there were PTA meetings called, and the conclusion was that it was inappropriate to be taught. And so that's why my parents uh, took me out of the public school system in ah. South Carolina. I mean. It- um, I went to school here and um, yeah, in Georgia. Yeah, yeah. And even in public schools, um, this was a required read. Yeah. And I don't think that it was mashed up with any particular um, like history lesson or anything along those lines. I think it was kind of left to our own determination of like, what was being satired here i don't think we went really deep into the whole um stalin aspect yeah so um yeah and and i guess i didn't read it like i guess my parents probably should have said okay well since you're changing schools here read this but um like i i want to say that the school that i went to after eighth grade um i want to say that maybe it it had been read in like previous years and so i got the coming years books and read those instead so i just mm-hmm. it just missed me because hmm. of what what was was going on but yeah was it something that you didn't like seek out your yourself yeah to... i just never sought it out myself um i i do know that friends of mine who um 
ended up going, did end up reading it later in high school. Um, and it's not, so my, my gleaning from, from what they were taught is that this book was, um, pro left. Right? Mm. And I think that was where a lot of the things go reading this. Um, I don't this really, is, this yeah. is not that. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's pro left at all. Like, no, I think this is well, just what so, happens when like some, like, again, you some kinda, idiots get it in their head what it's about and complain. <laughs> yeah. That, and just like, you know, power corrupting absolutely or you know when yeah somebody gets stripped fed power how that can be a slippery slope yeah well yeah. and i mean you know the 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 way it was pitched to me what by me saying that it was pro-left is that my my understanding is that the the pigs are um you know socialists right um that's hmm. not like I, I don't understand how how it would be like I, I don't think it would be easy to teach this or because I just recently read nineteen eighty four because you suggested this and I read through it and I was like, Oh, I'm gonna read nineteen eighty four. Because that gets taught in high school. Yeah, I, I also um, read this. I, I read those two books like in conjunction with each other. Well, so I don't know how you would teach either one of them, but specifically this one, because at the time he was writing it, um, he was uh, a, you know, democratic socialist mm -hmm. who was very hostile to Stalinism. Yeah. I mean, and... a lot of like, he lived through those experiences. He lived oh, through. Yeah. Yeah. Like this was, this was a a direct, a direct product of of what was happening during the time. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and for anyone who who is is unclear why I'm like mentioning that nuance is that so the difference between um, Stalinism and just communism as written is that under Stalinism, the uh, state imposes its will, imposes the will of an authoritarian. Mm -hmm. It's specifically Stalin in this case. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, like, that's why it's called that. Um, and so, yeah, like, that's, that's a nuance that I think comes with, like, you have to be being taught, you know, at the very least, different political theories other than uh, capitalism versus communism. But yeah, like, it's it's very weird. I, I I can imagine it's very weird to expose this to people who are unfamiliar with different political ideologies and going, yeah, this is a book written by uh, someone on the left. Um, and it is attacking the ideas of someone also on the left. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? Like, like you have like, to have some nuance to understand what they're specifically criticizing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, you know, the, the immediate thing that jumps to, to mind, I guess, 
to Americans because we just have a two-party system is, oh, well, I guess Orwell is conservative. And it's like, no, he, no. he yeah. uh, like I was, I was reading some up on Orwell and apparently he wrote the manuscript for this while he was in Spain during the Spanish Civil War where, you know, they were, they were purging communists, right? Yeah. And so he, he would, you know, because this is in the 30s, like bombs were, you know, the big black bombs with the fuse that go out of them. Like he was throwing bombs at fascists, right? Like he is not a person who's anywhere near the right, right? Yeah. Um, and and this book got a lot of blowback. It it um, you know, when it was written and, and published, um because yeah. it was originally published in 45, um, England still had their their alliance with the Soviet Union. So a lot of the um like academic intelligentsia were very very much pro communism via stalin so very mm-hmm. they were very stalinist even though they didn't know it they just assumed that stalinism was communism and so that's that's what they followed and so it got slashed to pieces in critical journals <laughs> yeah and it you know because you know, the the um information ministry um or ministry of state in in england you know he was bad mouthing an ally so (laughs) you know all of the stuff that they put out about it were yeah and in 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 england it is a ministry of information so yeah Mm -hmm. they they um you know were kind of by default pro-stalinin and you know it, it got a lot of unfair criticism yeah um and because like you said it's it's very anti-authoritarian um it is he like i said he apparently saw a little practical difference between stalinism and fascism which i would agree yeah <laughs> um, there's no private business under stalinism but that's about the only difference yeah and even like you have to really read into this book too because yeah. it was also like kind of pushed as like a fable hence the fairy story yeah. it's it's more of like this is kind of a fable or a a a story to kind of give you an idea of what can happen yeah. and there's a moral to this you know end of this story there's you know a a lesson to be learned from this yeah and yeah it's like well this is the lesson that you're learning from it so well it's just a bit of a a synopsis of of the actual uh book um basically there's a a farm there's a farmer a farmer john who's a drunk yeah mr jones mr jones yes who is a a drunk and doesn't treat the animals fairly in the farm like he neglects them and he beats them and things along those lines and because of that the animal the all the animals decide to rise up against him yeah and the main person who actually rises up against them is an old uh boar old mayor yeah, old who major. is major, yeah, who is kind of like 
mentoring these two young pigs, uh, Napoleon and Snowball. Snowball? Yeah. Which, and if I could interject, um, because it is an allegory, um, for people unfamiliar with Russian history, um, Old Major is almost certainly Karl Marx, Mm -hmm. Napoleon is almost certainly Stalin, and Snowball is almost certainly Trotsky. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I I knew Old Mayor and um, Napoleon, but yeah, Snowball, I was not sure, was... Okay. And they end up um, actually evicting or kicking out um, the farmer and they decide that they are going to run this this uh, farm their own way. And they end up yeah. writing like a, I think like seven rules, like sort of the, um, the seven um, like commandments. Uh, yeah. Let Where me, it's like you don't drink because they saw what happens when, you know, you drink to excess. They were saying, like, the things that walk on two legs are bad, only four legs are birds or whatever. And Snowball has this, like, these ideas of, like, bringing power to the farm, building a windmill and things along those lines and has a lot of these like grandiose ideas and i believe napoleon is kind of like going along with these things like understands like these things need to happen and everything along those lines but still is in the back of his mind where you know they start sharing the food but then napoleon's like well we need a little bit more food just to like keep us healthy because we're kind of like leading this and stuff like uh-huh. that it becomes like a slippery slope of like yeah. you know you guys are important but we're just a little bit more important because we we're running this we're the brains yeah. behind this operation yeah it's, like, it's the creeping division that happens underneath an authoritarian yeah uh, leader and specifically what was happening with stop like for for anyone who who would have cared to look at how things were, were going at the time, like Orwell was aware of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like the, the, the thing that I like about the, the, the propaganda, uh, sewing the, the different divisions, right? Yeah. Rule. Like there are three rules that change. There's uh, there's no animal shall sleep in a bed. And then that gets appended to a bed with sheets. Yeah. Right. <laughs> No animal yeah. shall drink alcohol, and then it becomes no animal shall drink alcohol to excess. Excess, yeah. Pigs develop a, a taste for the corn mash and whiskey. Yeah, um, and no they end up like kill oh. any other animal without cause. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> where it becomes these like these precursors to it, yeah. and you know you can kind of think of them as amendments and things along those lines. Yeah. <laughs> And again, it's it's sort of like the um, it's both like democracy, but like different ways of handling that kind of democracy. Yeah, well, in in the um, yeah, the the interesting things that that happen start like it starts kicking off with with the uh, to 
me at least the the interesting things start happening when um napoleon uh just kind of takes over once old major dies um he well it, you know, again it's it's a slippery slope with old major because they end up having a fight yeah. um they end up having like a because the the owner of the farm comes back with people mm-hmm. and they end up having a fight and the funny thing is napoleon is so afraid that napoleon is nowhere to be found in this fight and uh runs away there's a um i think it's like a mule or a a horse that is like the heavy lifter of it the muscles Mm -hmm. of everything who ends up um you know like fighting off these people and stuff like that and there's a second battle where the horse actually gets injured in this fight and uh he gets sent off to a vet but what napoleon actually does is like send or sells him for alcohol money and you know basically goes like yeah and it's just (laughs) yeah it's it's because that's the bit that i like that's super sinister is that um you know the isn't it the 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 cat can read and yeah he's he's sent the uh the the horse to the the glue factory basically yeah and that was one of the things was like snowball wanted to um wanted to teach all the animals to read uh snowball wanted to like build this this windmill which ends up kind of like not coming to fruition it ends up kind of being like an albatross a bit because they can't like properly make it they do make it and then it gets sabotaged and it ends up where Napoleon starts putting a lot of blame on Snowball and basically starts um, scapegoating Snowball. And you see this a lot in like politics and stuff where, you know, you and I don't want to get into like current politics and things like that. But like you make yourself look better by pointing at the enemy and being like, the enemy is worse than me. Like, I'm a bad person, but that person's even worse yeah yeah so yeah well and i mean specifically that that is commenting on what happened in 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 russia once mm-hmm. once uh i think lenin yeah like after after lenin died in the the 20s yeah. like that's when napoleon or uh no napoleon stalin napoleon, <laughs> stalin saw his chance in and grabbed power yeah and you know deported trotsky from the country i, I think he ended up in in uh, uh, God. siberia no he no well no because yeah siberia was the the prison where he yeah. probably would have gone but it's um he ended up in turkey and i think he ended up dying in mexico oh wow um, I, I think that he was assassinated, if I remember. Uh, but I it's it's been a while and I'm not a Trotskyite, so I don't I don't know. But yeah. Um but yeah, no, like like Trotsky was was deported from the country as soon as Stalin was able to grab some power and immediately turned any of the teach like erased him from history. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much in the Soviet Union. Just said and- yeah, this and that's what kind of happens exist. here. <laughs> yeah, and then once Snowball goes away, um, there's a a thing where they had like a council of pigs 
because mm-hmm. like pigs were like the superior well not superior because all animals were were equal but like yeah. pigs ended up becoming a little bit more superior but napoleon ended up like basically dissolving the council and started making just decisions for himself yeah. and it ends up it ends up a bit um ironic because at the end of the book the pigs are now wearing clothes the pigs are now standing on two legs mm-hmm. where they end up like changing some of the laws where they're basically saying that like it, four legs is okay but two legs are better two legs are better yeah yeah and um it just ends up where they start like playing cards with the humans and stuff like that and they make alliances with particular um other like farms and stuff with other uh farmers and yeah it's just it's a very so when i read this book in high school i really didn't know much about uh russian lore or not lore russian history I say lore because we just did the uh, the Baba RPG. Yaga, <laughs> the RPG. Yeah. Um, Where, where's his... the Baba Yaga in Animal Farm? That's all. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> um, Russian history, and I I didn't like when I first read this book. I didn't know that it was an allegory. I didn't know that it was an allegory for all of this. I thought it was just pretty much a a short novella, a short story, and even not having that that knowledge it's still like this book really stuck out to me this was one of the books that again i wasn't really a big reader in high school uh there were only a handful of books that really kind of like got me into reading and this was one of those books and again it was probably because it was a bit like of a shorter book because it's a novella um and it's just it's got really interesting themes to it yeah so that's why you know i chose this book because i really remember this book like leaving a lasting impression on me yeah and then you know as i got older and i learned more about like world history and everything like that i was able to dig back into the book and get a basically a better understanding of what i had read when I was younger, when I was in, you know, high school. And it just made rereading that book even more interesting. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's why that's why this book kind of like sticks out to me yeah. as as a uh, as a I guess a milestone in my life. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, well and it's it's funny, I um because it's an easy read too, like oh yeah, you know, like it, it, it's not. It, I think I read it in a day or two. Like yes, yeah, it, it's not a. It's not long, and it's not like convoluted. The everything that happens is very easy to understand. Like when you read it, and everything along those lines. Yeah, and it's you know it is a, a simple a simple read, and I think that's one of the things that really like sold me on this book that got me like because you know again i wasn't i didn't read as much as i did as i do now 
So it was kind of like a stepping stone to, to a little bit more, I don't want to say like difficult books, but a little bit more advanced books. Well, I, you know, this being the first time I've read it, um, I highly recommend it. I, I don't have much in the way, way of criticism, because, uh, I mean, it's, it's Orwell. How do you, how do you criticize that? Um, yeah. I mean, it's, again, it's, it's sharp and snappy. I do say that, like, so there are some, like, I guess, quote-unquote combat in the book. And yeah. he does, in those scenes, have, like, sweeping... Um, sw- like a sweeping storytelling. Yeah. Um, it's very generalized. It doesn't like get into details or anything along those lines. Really, I think you like learn a lot of these things secondhand. Like yeah. you're not like in the um, combat, quote unquote. Which to me reads as someone who actually had battle field experience because you know like if in in something like that if you're not in the heat of it like you're just going off of what you've heard mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> um it it doesn't sound like it it to me it reads as if it was written by someone who has combat experience because he he did yeah um and you're right it's not like it, it's not gritty and and grounded but it, it is very you know sweeping and, and seems realistic um, yeah and yeah. that you don't want to be there <laughs> you yeah, do yeah. not want to be in the middle of it <laughs> yeah <laughs> and you know again with it being like a short novella i'm yeah. sure that he wanted to keep it short and um lean so yeah. that's why he probably made those kind of decisions but i think it really does play well in the book and... Well, and it's it's funny. I'm I'm coming away from this, and and like I said, I, you know, was inspired to actually read 1984 after mm-hmm. reading this. I definitely think, yeah, that's a good way of like approaching Orwell. Yeah. Is probably read this, and if you like this, then maybe go on to his other books, his more yeah. longer books. Yeah. Well, and and to me. Both of those, you know, both this and 1984 get taught in middle school or high school or, you know, whenever you, you get it in your, um, you know, pre-collegiate education. Mm-hmm. And unless it's paired with other things, I don't know. I don't know how effective it is. Like, it's good, I think always to expose people to things they may or may not be ready for Mm -hmm. um well like i was saying i first read this book i did not know what it was about like i didn't know that it was an allegory i thought it was just a story and i still got a lot out of this book i still you know i i still was able to you know understand the story that was being told and understand that there was a a lesson to be learned a moral at the very end and i don't think that you know really takes away anything if you don't know 
like the cultural significance of this story. I think that you can read this book without knowing much about Russian history and still come away with it with an understand like with an oh, appreciation yeah, of what the, it is. You don't need the, the, the Russian history bits. The yeah. the the thing I more mean that, that it should probably be taught alongside like a thing on you know I guess political ideology because I and the I reason I say think it... is, is your your household is is uh you know liberal right mm-hmm. i think to like without knowing the difference between what he's talking about i i can definitely see how someone would who is maybe does not have that background and comes from a more conservative place could very easily read this and go Oh yeah, that's why people in the left, or that that's why people in the left don't deserve to be in power. I, I, <laughs> I'm just gonna say because it was pitched to me as if it was being taught because this is why you don't let people on the left get power because they're all communists and this is what they turned it into, I, which is not what it's being like. That, that, that's not what it should be taught as. That's yeah. like this is a hundred percent. I'm not sure about that is in power (laughs) i don't think people who are not of the mindset of a a liberal person would come away with oh well this is why you don't have these types of people like you know maybe people read it and don't see and again, I'm not sure um, everybody's interpretation of stories are different, yeah. but maybe somebody who reads this comes away and goes, oh, well, maybe this wasn't a comment on government. Maybe this was just a story about some animals on a farm. <laughs> 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 and we're all having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely all, do see how it's taught in conjunction with um, 1984, though, because like it builds very, mm-hmm. very well off of that. Yeah, um, and again, I do think like if you enjoy this book, you should read that book. Yeah, yeah, and again, like I'm not sure, like I don't really know like the criteria that um, kids. I say kids, but like I, mean, I guess kids, teenagers. Like we're what? closer to forty than not now. So <laughs> not not yet. <laughs> not yet, hopefully. Um but yeah, I'm not a hundred percent sure what like people nowadays learn in school. Yeah. So I'm not sure if this is something that that people are learning about or if this is something that like this book is taught in school. So yeah. If you have somebody in school and they're yeah. reading this book, let us know. See, I just did a search for when is Animal Farm taught in school in Georgia? Huh? Oh, DeKalb County Bandit. Um Huh. Interesting. Yeah strange i i don't i mean i i understand like 
I don't know. I maybe I'm a bias. Maybe I'm biased because again, I feel like this book um, kind of allowed me to or opened the door to me reading other things. But um, I don't know. Maybe it shouldn't be. Well, I, I mean, opinions. yeah, like the, um, yeah, I, I am, um, you know, this is why my parents were like, well, we're not going to send you to public school anymore. If this is what's going on, because this is like exactly what the, the book is, is against. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do so recommend it. I do recommend five it. through eight. Okay. Okay. Um, although I'm seeing here where. DeKalb County here in Georgia um, said that it's not banned. Um, oh. Right. They're just not teaching it, but they're not banning. Like, you can check it out from the library. If you okay. Want, to it's me, not it's like kind of Weasley. It's like, okay, but that, I mean, still, I can it, understand that. If, if you're going to. If it was to... being taught and then now it's not, then you've effectively banned it. <laughs> mm. You know? Um, yeah. I, I, I know that's like picking hairs or whatever but yeah <laughs> but um nonetheless i do recommend this book i, I recommend yeah. this book for for all types of readers if oh, yeah. you're not like an avid reader this might be a book that like awakens something in you maybe you read this book because again it's a short novella like how many pages is it uh, it's say. just a, my cut my version is just over 100 yeah so it's yeah. a fairly quick read and it's it's actually fairly i would say fairly like easy like yeah. again the language isn't that hard or difficult yeah yeah well and yeah like i for as far as the rating goes i i gave it an a like yeah like i, said, I, I gave it an a too but again I might have some bias because of just like this book opened up again a quote unquote way of life of reading. So it's definitely a milestone in my life that I can point to and go, oh, this book, this book was one of the things that really brought me into the wonderful world of literature. Gotcha. So yeah. I might, you know, be a little biased on that but yeah. but i still think that you know this book is well written i think there's a lot of themes in this book that are approached and handled with with care and with like conviction like you can oh, yeah. you can really tell like the like once you know that it is a satire you can really like read into it you can oh, yeah. see what where orwell was coming from yeah. yeah yeah i um yeah like i i've been saying i i do not have any criticism of this book um it's yeah it's it's well put together i it sucks that it got a lot of biased criticism when it originally came out um because i i don't think he lived very long after this and 84 were published yeah so he died in, in 1950 or so yeah, I think so. Um, but but yeah, no, like it's it's a shame that towards the end of his life he he did not get a lot of the. Um, he was not as well regarded, I think, as he should have been, because it's, mm. it's it's a rare person that is uh, that inventive and also prescient. 
Yeah. In some and, ways, with 19, the way that 1984 especially is constructed. Um, yeah, and I mean, yeah. with both books, both of them were, like, crafted well. Like, yeah. he knew, like, how to write. And that is such a, a very unique skill. And it, it's it's written in such a way that, like, you can see the passion that's been poured on those pages. And it's, again, so, like, available and so accessible. I, yeah, it's it's amazing. I think it's it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's very good. Um, but, uh, yeah, I guess with that, um, our next book club book is going to be um, uh, Pierre Boulet's Planet of the Apes. Apes uh, from 1963. Damn you, dirty apes! Yeah, we'll probably talk about the movie a little bit because I, I feel like the movie's important to talk about some. Yeah. But um, I have not seen the um, the remakes. I, I haven't either. I hear they're okay. good, but I I don't know. I give me my monkeys in the monkey suits. Yeah, give me the give me the stupid <laughs> rubber face like <laughs> like you know just open and close, no articulation. Yeah. Like, uh, keep Mark Wahlberg out of my Planet of the Apes. <laughs> uh, um, but, uh, yeah, with that, we'll, um, you know, next episode, we're making movies. So stick around um, for that. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll uh, talk about Planet of the Apes, the, the book, which yeah. is super short as well. It's actually a novel. Like, it hits the word count for novel. Mm-hmm. Um, but like what? just barely. <laughs> what is the word count for a novel? Uh, I think it's ninety thousand words. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Ish. So so yeah, it's it's um in that range, but it, it it's also short. It's a very quick read. I think it's only like eight or nine chapters. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I never knew like what the different or like what the word count was between a novella and a um an actual novel. Yeah, I, um, let's see, word count, uh, word count. Also, did you know that, um, there was a stage production of Animal Farm? Animal Farm? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It toured in, uh, 1985. Oh, wow. That's actually pretty close. Yeah. And I guess there was a... A film it's been adapted twice for film really see i didn't know any of this yeah i would have watched a film so um there was one that came out in 1954 it was animated oh Oh, interesting see now i want to read and now i want to watch that yeah and then uh there was a 1999 live action tv version huh yeah um, that shows Napoleon's uh, regime collapsing on itself. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Very well, interesting. So I found your word count question. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah, so let's see. Um, so science fiction, fantasy, ideally 90,000 words. Between 70 and 100 is, is uh, usual. Hmm. Um more dense fiction will go to a hundred thousand. Um, adult science fiction fantasy will usually push around one twenty. 
Mm-hmm. Um, historical fiction pushes about around 120. Romance is around 50. Oh, huh. Mysteries are around 85. So that's that's generally that's that's what uh, a word count guideline on a literary agency says for for their manuscripts. So good to know. Good to know. Um, In case I ever want to write that novella. Yeah. (laughs) Planet of the Apes uh, is the next book club. And the next episode, we're going to be talking about about making some movies. Yeah, where we get to put on our director's cap. Exactly. And be like, no, more to the left. (laughs) I don't know what directors say. Yeah, listen, listen to the the director who loves Animal Farm. More to the left, more to the left. <laughs> ah, I didn't realize I made a joke. <laughs> you did. <laughs> okay, so uh, that'll probably do it for for this one. Uh, we love you very much. Bye bye. <laughs> See ya. Bye. <laughs>